0: I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the AFL enjoys team. We're a bunch of unique individuals, Matza, Spender, and Dean. We're gonna engage with our minds and our hearts. We're gonna exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always gonna get it right. And sometimes you're not gonna agree with us, but that's okay because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate about the game. So if you want to come along for the ride, join us at the AFL Enjoys Podcast because we really enjoy the footy. Hello and welcome back to the AFL Enjoys Podcast. Got a huge week coming up, boys. Brownlow tonight, grand final on the weekend, Mm. day off on Friday. AFL
1: assistance package announced today as well. What's going on? Who cares about who's going to the grand
2: final, honestly? Just turn off the TVs, enjoy your long weekend, go away. Nothing uh, relevant is happening on Saturday, so are it's you fine. sure, George? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure? sure. I'm wearing black, and Matt is also wearing black uh, for mourning of Carlton's loss. So <laughs> look, symbolic,
1: it, mate. This is black of celebration, bro. No, I don't know which culture Carlton or Collingwood in
2: there. Which culture lie. celebrates with black? That's I don't know where you got that from. I'm starting my own. Yeah, culture. Matt's oh, just oh,
0: rocked wow. up in black to make sure they dead. That's all it is. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's well. I'm
1: rocking up to. I'm rocking up to their funeral. You know what I mean? Uh, the um, saillons tonight for Carlton. Let's see.
0: Uh, Well, look, we might as well start there, George. I've got to be honest; we haven't heard from you since the siren went. It's going to be quiet on the uh, Georgie front. I I would like just some time. I do
2: like talking the chat than disappearing. Yeah, I like (laughs) leaving up to interpretation.
0: Look, you were entitled to talk as much as you wanted, but I want to hear from you now, seeing as though I haven't yet. How are you feeling during the game? What's your feeling since?
2: I'm not even remotely upset, and actually, I I, I know it's not. It's not. It's not a lie. So you guys know that I don't lie um, on this show. (laughs) I'm very honest and I'm an honest supporter and I'm just not upset because we, we're we not as good as Brisbane and we all knew it. Every supporter knew it. Um, I'm pretty honest with Carlton. I feel like I'm a relatively reasonable supporter as well and um, that was why the win against Melbourne was so critical because that was a winnable game that was like, like um, a historic win and a confidence boosting win but we left it all out there and I, I just felt I didn't really publicly say this, but I felt like Carlton was running out of legs. So that was like a ridiculous win. Mm. And um, then they have to g up and do it all again and come up against a fresh season, not having lost one game at the Gabba Brisbane Lions. Mm. It's it's hard to do. And so everyone knew it was hard to do. No one expected Carlton to win. And um, then they started with an absolute bang. And I'm like, shit, what? Are we winning the flag? <laughs> and then, uh, but this is the thing. Like they threw, like it, I can almost understand. You can almost read the mentality of the Blues. It's like, all right, boys, we're gonna do it. Throw everything at them, and they did. And look how good they are when they throw everything at them. But the difference is, they can't sustain it. Mm. And I think there was something that they were saying that Carlton's pressure in the second, third, and fourth quarter was the worst it's been. It wasn't bad, but it was the lowest it's been since like the Gold Coast game, which is what started the thing. Mm. To me, that's only that they just can't keep it up. They lost in the middle. Um, Brisbane just kick goals way too efficiently. Like, Gabba is a short ground. That's why you can score quickly. So you can kind of bomb it from the midfield and mark it in the forward line pretty easily. And some of the goals that they kick, like we're bombing it on on Charlie Kerner's head, and we're we pushing pushing, and then like they'll kick switch it into the midfield, and then one seventy meter bomb to Danaher on the lead goal. Mm-hmm. So they're just a, a class above and it's okay. Like, they're allowed to be better than us, you know? So, it's... I, I think it's hard to be... Genuinely, it's hard to be upset as a Carlton supporter because I think they've gone as far as they can this year. They, they're a type of team like the GWS Giants where they probably feel like they are probably good enough to have sneak a flag this year if something happened. Like, if Carlton didn't have to verse Brisbane and they had to verse Port or something like that, some miracle, then maybe they go to the grand final, then who knows? But they're not as good as Collingwood and, and Brisbane, and when we reflect on the season, the best two teams are in the grand final. That's just it's clear as day. Mm. Um, so it's hard to be upset with this team because they've got everything out of themselves. They've turned it around like crazy. And when you've got a team that so clearly is getting the best out of themselves, so clearly comes and brings the pressure every week, you're so clearly fighting to the end, you, you have to just be proud. Like that's what you want from your team. Gone are the days where like, you watch Carlton, you don't know what you're going to get or they're down by 60 points a quarter time and there's no effort. These guys fight like, like they're warriors. So as a supporter, they got the most out of themselves and um, they were 30 points up in the first quarter of a prelim final. Who would have picked that? And it's a record-breaking season because no team has turned it around in season as late as that and made a prelim ever. Mm. GWS broke the record and then Carlton broke the record in the same season. That's how crazy both those seasons were. So, I'm generally not upset at all.
1: Fair enough. Look, I'm assuming there was probably some emotion at the time of the game. Yeah, yeah. Let's, well, let's look, be fair. Like, like it has to be the look, case. Look, the
2: thing is, I was there. I, was, I went to Icon Park and there was like probably about five to 7,000 Carlton fans. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty cool place to be when it's just so heavily, well, there's only one type mm-hmm. of person there, Carlton fans. And, um, yeah, it, we were so up and so about. Who, who'd you go with? I you? went with the old man. Yep. Um, we so up and about. The roar in the first quarter was crazy. It was like <laughs> you're actually at the MCG. It was mental. Mm. Um, and then it's kind of like, ah oh, shit, ah oh, shit. But I generally think the realization at halftime came that oh, we're not going to win. And at three-quarter time, it was already understood that we'd lost. And it was kind of a quick switch, but at the same time, going into the game, we just knew that we'd, we're so... Such a slight chance to win this game. Like, think about the climb that Carlton has had to do to get to that point, point. And then you kind of got these big, fit, clean, healthy boys that just kick you off the edge.
0: It was a really impressive start, man. I mean, in that second and third quarter, it's, it's just not good enough to only the kick one goal. And obviously the Blues, yeah, put it all out there in the first quarter in the, in the final series in general. So it, it does make sense that they just ran out of legs. And the way the game sort of went, it's not surprising to anyone, I don't think. No, and um,
2: like Brisbane, you'd say... We're always going to win that game after half-time. But at the same time, they're like the Blues, Like they didn't give up. And there was even 10 minutes left to go, and like the game's still alive somehow. Mm. That, that's the spirit. That's the fight of the Carlton team at the moment. That's why supporters are proud. That's why they gave them a standing ovation and clapped them off. Like you know, And Harry Mackay, he, it's one of those dubious free kicks where he probably should have got a free kick, but they didn't pay it because umpires just don't pay any free kicks in the last quarter. They're too scared to make a mistake. Mm. He kicks that goal, and we're... Um, 10 points behind with 7 minutes to go in the last quarter mm. with that momentum anything can happen like I'm not we're never going to win right because they're clearly the better team but it's not like we were in it against such a good team and Port lost by like 60 points man yeah so mm. we like don't need to talk
0: about Port but they, they, fight. they <laughs> fight man
2: they, this team fight so yeah. Mm. yeah, when the team so clearly has a game plan they've they've they failed miserably during the season. They worked out what the issues were. They corrected them. They became the best team in the comp the second half of the season. They've r- ridden the whole wave to a prelim final and gotten the most out of themselves. Well, that's a pretty successful year, man. Mm. And the th- other thing, the, probably the last thing I'll say is Carlton next year is probably their expectations now go even bigger because there's more to do. But very, very, um, it's very, very uncommon for a team to jump from outside the eight and win the flag. Teams have done it, like the Bulldogs won it from seventh, I think Richmond did it from ninth, but the Brisbane Lions have been in the top four for like the last five years. They've lost like three prelim finals mm. and now it's clearly all year that they've found a little bit of a different um, level. They've got Dunkley in, mm. players like Rayner and, um, and uh, Bailey have kind of gone to another level um, and they've just ready. And you can just tell that the Lions are most primed that they've ever been to win the flag after losing multiple prelim finals. Collingwood lost the prelim by one point to, or a couple of points to Geelong last year. Now they're in the thing. It's natural progression, so let's see what they can do next year. Let's see what Carlton can do in the off season to kind of a little bit of more outside class because they've got
1: the contestant players They're crazy. And I was gonna say that was the big highlight for me from you guys, just the amount of pressure and the contested nature of the game. Yeah, they was play like warriors immense, man. It was fantastic to watch, but yeah. it, that's hard to sustain throughout a whole game because yeah. let's be fair, there's two teams going on, and Brisbane in this case, they've just got so much class on the ball. Like yeah. Neil, I don't think it was his most prolific it game, yeah. but whenever he got it, my god. The yeah. way he was dancing, like it's like it took him a quarter to realize, all right, these guys are going to be on me straight away. I just need to be calm and literally just like ballet dance around them or something because yeah. he was oh, – He was they, navigating the tight They're spaces. smart midfielders. Yeah. You can tell like they're the type of midfielders
2: that like you go for the hand pass and they predict that you're going to do something tricky. Like they're smart. Mm-hmm. And just the forward class that they have, we've talked about it all season, but like Bailey, Rayner, Charlie Cameron, Archie, um, Cam McCarthy as smalls, they're just lethal man you Mm. can't make a mistake in the forward line they'll break two tackles they'll burst through like two seconds and they'll kick goals and that's exactly what I said was going to happen in the preview last week I said we're going to fight hard we're going to fight we're going to fight and then they'll kick a goal against the flow in like a two second play and they did that three or four times Mm. that's just what they do they're they're a deadly team man and so is Collingwood so I think it's going to be hopefully a really good grand final because two very skillful teams are in there
1: Mm. yeah for sure for sure um yeah now with with Carlton if I'm gonna be a hater because you know I've, I've enjoyed being a hater recently for some reason <laughs> but like I think what needs to happen you need to get a bit more out of Kerno during finals and I don't think it's entirely his fault I think it's the a bit of the setup it's the fact that um Mackay goes in and out so his role changes a little bit um he couldn't really prepare for his opponent you could say um I don't know um yeah, the ball needs to be going into the 50 a bit better. Well, on yeah.
0: that note, I think, yeah, George was sort of touching on that. So your point sort of backs his up in a way in that mm. if Carlton had better outside players, mm. they would be able to enter the forward 50 with a bit more class, a bit more yeah. speed.
2: I'll, I'll give you a couple of things. Like, obviously, the season's gone now and the really, really quick reflections on Carlton is they need some more outside class. They've added mm. run to the team. So Ollie Holland's first-year player, super young kid, right? Mm. Um, Ake is been a massive inclusion. And there have been some other players around the ball that they've added that have added some pace. The other thing that's that's helped Carlton is a couple of injury-prone players that are very talented have got a run at it. So McGovern played a full season pretty much. Caleb Marchbanks come back and played football. Um, David Cunningham has played a role this year. He hasn't played for years. Um, and who's that? Jack Martin. So a couple of players that were ifs have actually come in and played consistent seasons. But if you want a premiership list, these type of players either need to be durable for the next couple of years, or need to find replacements for them. Mm. Um, but yeah, just if you look at the potency of Brisbane's forward line, we need small for gun, small forwards, like genuine gun small forwards. Mm. And I don't know where we're going to get them from. But like, I honestly think you trade your first round pick for gun. Like, I look at someone like Jack Ginnivan from Collingwood, who's on the fringe of Collingwood because they got Bobby Hill. I'd, I'd take him. Like, you need that type of player and another one and throw it into Colton's list, I think we still need to find a way to deliver to Charlie Curnow and Mackay better because they're still the two best keys in the comp, I think. Now that that Hawkins and Cameron are at the end of their careers. And I think the other thing is we've got to find a way to get our halfbacks to be more damaging with the ball. Like, sard has got to find a way to be more damaging. McGovern's really powerful kick needs to be a bit more damaging. We get Zach Williams back next year. He needs to find a way. So that we can set up our ball movement, not just through contested ball in the midfield, but also through transition. Mm. Those are a couple of key areas. They're, it's a prelim final team, so quality team. So they're not that far off it, but they need some more class, some more kind of thing that helps them just take mm. that next step.
1: Do any of your small forwards make it into a premiership side? Like, uh, no, oh, not, not at the moment. Not Motlop. at the moment. Not at the moment. I think Molop
2: yeah. is classy, but not that quick. Mm. Like He's just not a fast player, which is… Not what you'd expect. Mm. Always is just a role player. Fogarty is like tackle pressure galore. That's why he's in the team, but he doesn't do anything. He's got no class. Mm. So if you like, if you turned um, Always into Tom Papley, I say Tom Papley because we could have traded for him years ago, mm. and um, Mottlop into Charlie Cameron. Mm.
1: That, how crazy uh, does uh, that, that came up? Uh, sorry, that's that. You can't. You can't. No, ask but what, about those <laughs> But guys. what I'm saying. But what yeah. I'm saying
2: is. That's that's how much better the forward line is to get
1: for it to be a premiership team, like Brisbane. Brisbane, I think that's a, I think that's a bit much because like those I don't think it is. those thing is those two guys are literally like. Is there any other like small well, forwards on that level? Like there's just no, there's none of them to go around. You can, is what I'm going to get. That's, at. Well, there isn't there even,
2: isn't anyone to trade for at the moment. Yeah. But if you look at Brisbane, Brisbane has those and they're in the grand final. Yeah, and look at Collingwood. Collingwood has Jamie Elliott, extremely talented player. Mm. Bobby Hill, extremely talented player. Who's the other one? Ginevan, who, who will play. Um, and then they've got like Hoskin Elliott, um, half, half half forward, forward yeah. role. You might, be, you might be onto something. Bo McCreary, half forward role. Um, and they've got a couple other ones that run in and out. They're super, super high-skilled players, man. Super high-skilled. Mm. Compare Jamie Elliott and Bobby Hill to uh, Motlop and Owies. It's not the same, man. Mm. So, obviously, Pap, uh, the reason I pick Papley and Charlie Cameron is because they have some history of potentially going to Carlton through the Gibbs trade and through another trade. But okay, fair enough. But I think... Um,
0: are there any whispers? Like, are you hearing nah. anything? Uh, you
1: Jade But I don't think he's... I don't think he's... Nah, I've, I've heard that he's very likely to Essendon. Yeah. Because for some reason, like, after everyone was saying they're going to go to Port, now everyone wants to... Every free agent wants to go to Essendon, which is really mm-hmm. weird. I think you're right. Like, I don't... Think they need to be to that level. No, but, um, I think maybe one. Maybe. One. And then a second one who's just solid, like a B B player. Or yeah. A B small forward. At the minimum. Yeah. Because that's what, I, like, maybe B plus, like, Lincoln McCarthy, B plus.
2: He's B plus, but he's the worst of their grade because they've got Cam Rayner, who's our number one draft pick. Zach Bailey's an absolute freak, and Charlie Cameron's the best small forward in the comp and has mm. been for years. Mm. You know what I mean?
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. You mentioned, um, Foggity, before I just got a comment to read from a DM from one of our AFL Enjoys fans, JL, who says, Charlie Kerno's biggest issue is Foggity hanging around him like a barnacle to a whale. <laughs> so he seems to agree that you do need some better small forwards. Shout out to JL. Well, I think yeah. I said
2: it last week that, um, Lever w- was on him. And so, how's Charlie Kerno meant to take a mark when mm-hmm. Lever's giving Foggy no respect? So,
0: yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair enough. Well, look, you've been pretty honest there, George. You actually did tip last week Brisbane by 19, so you were a few points off. Pretty accurate yeah. in what you thought would happen.
2: I just didn't think the team was going to get blown out because they're not that type of team at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So Fair enough. And the other thing I want to say, Walsh, th- welcome back, my friend. This guy has had like historic historic final season, final series, these three games. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins the, the I think it's the Gary Ayers medal, whatever it's called, best player in the final series. I just want to remind everyone, like I don't know if people have forgotten, like he's been injured the last two years, had no preseason. The guy comes back with like a, uh, from having a rod in his back and gets thirty possessions every week. I get Butters, his Superstars had a better season than Walsh, obviously. Rosie, amazing play. It's a super draft, but Walsh, in my mind, is still number one. He's still number one.
0: Interesting. So right. you might be saying he's better than a Brownlow medalist after tonight.
2: It might be, it but might I reckon be. if Walsh, like I pray for his health, so that he can have a full preseason. He's going to come out next year and he's going to torch everyone to shreds.
0: Is he the potential outside class?
2: Well, he's both, man. He's both. He's, he's, yeah. he's just a freak of nature. I just don't want people to forget it. Don't forget that Walsh is a freak of nature. All right, we won't. All right. Thank you for the reminder, man.
1: Thank you for the reminder.
2: Don't forget it. All right? Put it under your pillow and read it before yeah. you go to bed every night. Mm. Oh, jeez. That's um, how you remember And stuff. actually, now, that, now, that, now I'm starting to get angry. Oh, here we go. Jacob Wittering, right? Jacob <laughs> Wittering four times... All-Australian squad, never selected All-Australian, broke the record for the amount of intercepts. Like he's had three or four, three, is it three or more intercepts, 15 games in a row. That is the most ever. No one in history has ever done it. The man still didn't make All-Australian. Whoever's in that All-Australian squad needs to jump off a bridge. If this guy is All-Australian squad again next yeah, year for the fifth year in a row and doesn't make All-Australian, I'm going to grab a torch and, and I'm going to light fire the AFL headquarters. I think what
0: happened is the AFL remembered that Larky kicked seven on Bledering. He, <laughs> he didn't kick seven on him. He didn't kick seven on him. They picked him instead. Yeah, they true. They didn't true. kick seven on him. Selectors don't forget, that was, man. Yeah, that was, that was the tipping forget. point, man. That's that such it. a bull. Like, I absolutely
2: hate that shit. Because first of all, he was only odd. Liam Jones was on him as well. Second of all, Carlton was the worst historic team in history at that time. Worst historic team in history? Say it twice. To reinforce how bad we were. When there's no pressure on the ball, how is a defender meant to do anything? Like, Fair enough. Look, the fact that the selectors got influenced by that yeah. means that they know, don't know anything about football. They yeah. don't know ball, man. They don't know They ball. don't know they don't ball. Look,
1: look, to be honest with you, no, Wiedering has impressed me a lot, especially mm-hmm. like during this final series. But Harris Andrews is the best key defender in the comp.
2: Well, not according to stats and, and history. but well, Just because of intercepts
1: and that's it. And one-on-ones. And one-on-ones as well? Is yeah. You being serious? Yeah. I'll have to check it out later. But based on the eye test from the game, Harris Andrews was the only thing that didn't make that first quarter any worse. You're like, right about was, that. He, he was amazing. He's unbelievable. I'm
2: not saying he, he was... Look, their defense held up really, really well. And mm. Carlton needed to be 60 points up to win that game. And they probably could have in that quarter. So mm. uh, he
1: won a lot of one-on-one contests. Um, Mate, one-on-ones, so, two-on-ones, man. He was just... He saw ball. He got ball. Like during that, especially during that time. Even Gardner was
2: surprisingly good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, like look. I hope North can, you know, try to go for one of him or pain. You know, just because we need that. You know, I don't know. Jack, Kid here man. comes
0: the pain. Why not? Here comes. The <laughs> pain.
2: pain. Pain. Look, pain will stay, but Gardner yeah. might be.
0: Oh, we could use any help. I was going to say as well, actually, just quick shout out to the travelling Carlton fans. I'll tell you what, we're watching that game thinking, is this even a Gabba home game anymore? Like, mm, no. did you guys 50, know the
2: Gabba 50? was that? small event what yeah. a
0: ridiculous crowd like 36k like, yeah. yeah. no wonder can I just say look this is a separate subject but no wonder the AFL does have a Victorian bias would you rather have 96,000 people through the gates or 36 come
1: yeah. on but like not just the bias but the idea that like to play the grand final anywhere else what a joke but the MCG is crazy ludicrous like if, if, if like if Brisbane they're going to be a gun team for the next three or four years they, they don't deserve to, you can't have the biggest game of the year in front of 36k no it's just nah nah um yeah. big time vi- probably some victoria bias from us here but nah it just can't happen man yeah. it's just b- no no business sense no um, it's you, it's can, completely, you can't man. it
2: doesn't
0: work um well i guess on to the other game now i just want to put out there before we even start rewind to last week's pod man said calling the buy point and he was right
2: true, Far true.
0: the pie has got it done um look it wasn't convincing was it i mean no nah. Giants, fair play to them. What a season they've had, similar to Carlton, like you mentioned.
2: Amazing season from the Giants. Like, yeah. Unbelievable.
0: They were, it was a really tough contest. I think Collingwood's just got that, and they've been doing it for two years now. They just win these close games. Um, I think it's going to be very interesting next week. I don't think Collingwood can smash Brisbane, but then again, they'll hang in the game. Um, yeah. It's going to be really close. What did you guys make of that whole game on Friday night, the way it went?
2: Game of inches, man. I mean, anytime it's one point, like it's effectively an even game, and um, it just it becomes one of those things where if you take that moment, and I think the Giants had a couple of moments where they just missed goals that they should kick, or they didn't pass it when they needed to. I don't know, maybe they just they lacked a the bit of composure that Collingwood has, and Collingwood just has an ability to score so quickly. Like the Giants had, you know, a fifteen point lead, or, or maybe even a little bit more. At times during that game, which in the final was big, and then it's just called back really quickly from a couple of quickfire goals. Mm. I thought Toby Green was exceptional. I mean, all the talk about Toby Green, Toby Green, Toby Green. Man, that guy is a big moment player. Yeah. And um, talk talk about inches. If that ball that he kicked was just like a mm. centimeter to the right, it's a point, and maybe this extra time. Um, mm. Yeah, I think I think all the Giants. Um, man, they're a, de- 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 uh, a deadly team. Mm. Like, this is Collingwood here. This is the best team in the comp. And um, very easily could have won that game. Mm. You know, that free kick to Toby Green goes Toby Green's way. You know, like, it's it's one point, man. It's one point. Mm. So, it's it's such an even game. Collingwood is the, the big moments team. And, I don't know, it just felt a little bit more like destiny that they were going to win that game. The crowd behind them, the fact that they've been number one all year. But... Um, yeah. You know what, you'd be, you'd be oh. devastated as a Giants fan, like so mm. close. And i tell you what, they make the grand final. They're almost favorites.
0: It's going to be a close game either way, no matter what happened. Um, Matza, what were you... Oh, look, I was just going it? to
1: start talking about the uh, the free kick situation. Okay. And the Kane Corns says a lot of crap. But <laughs> one good thing that he said was you can't let the AFL tell you that they don't adjudicate these games differently. Cause it's just it's night and day, man. Without like, a doubt, the protection of the head thing was so rampant throughout mm. the whole of the season. For it to just get thrown away, like it wasn't just as simple as you know one of those ducking tackles. You know, if someone if someone ducks and they just get a little bit of touch around the um, neck, mm. it wasn't it wasn't just that little bit of touch around the neck. These dudes were getting. Like clobbered, man. Like, these, like, it was, they were proper hits, man. And so even the dangerous
0: tackle, that suplex in the first quarter. Like, <laughs> how nuts, is that not man. a dangerous tackle? I, was it was, Double I enjoyed underhook. it. I enjoyed it. I'm glad there was, you know, it was a fair tackle, I guess, but like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah.
2: Look, there's no, there's absolutely no doubt that they uh, put the whistle away. Mm. I think they're just scared to influence the, you know, mm. the game.
1: It's the fair game. But, but in doing that, they yeah. are. Influencing the game, it's like well, you right. like it's like you don't it, want to
0: make the mistake the wrong way, so you'd rather not make the mistake. But then that's also mm. a mistake. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> so it's just
1: uh, yeah, I don't know that that that's something that yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Do yeah. we need better umpires? Like I I don't really know how that's good. If I was a that. player,
2: yeah. bro, if I'm playing the grand final this week, I I kid you not, I would know that in the last quarter anything goes. You mm-hmm. start holding, you start doing bullshit because you can get away with it.
1: Yeah. No, exactly. I've
0: right. had this idea recently of. Just a wholesale AFL tweak to the rules to Mm. say that the umpires between the arcs, so in the middle of the ground essentially, pay those ones where you're a bit unsure, you know, give the benefit of the doubt that it might have been a free kick. But in the 50s, be a bit more harsh, make sure it's obvious. Yeah. Because it's essentially like a penalty in soccer, mm. in that the penalty box usually need something a bit more clear and obvious to be given whereas fouls around the ground are a bit more common. Mm. Um, I That would not work because it's the AFL but something tells me like there's a bit of logic in that. Uh, but again, it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah. I, I like the idea though. I like mm. the idea because when you're giving away a goal, it's it's huge. Like yeah. it makes a massive difference, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. No, I, I like that idea to be honest with you.
0: Um,
1: shout, out, shout out to GWS though for this season as well. Similar to Carlton, like... A team who didn't know what they were doing up until midway through the season, and when they figured it out, they figured it out properly. Like um, Himmelberg goes into the defense, Whitfield finds crazy form. Like his his yeah. second half of the season it's was amazing. was uh, could have been all Australian to be honest with you. It's better like, than ever now. Yeah, mm, yeah. That that was it. Yeah, that that part of that footy that he was playing was yeah best of his career probably. Um, yeah, they they just managed to figure it out. Like who was the guy? because Brown went forward. He's, you know, just a hardworking, damaging player. Mm. Um, Iden goes up to another level as well. I think. I think they're both Irishmen. Those boys, um, great players. Their midfield balance is as good as it's ever been. Mm. You know, and it, it, yeah. All the guys that got poached didn't really matter in the end. Toronto. Jesse hop-up. Hogan,
0: career best form. Hogan is what a yeah. monster man. Yeah,
1: they've just assembled all this talent, and they're going to be up there. They're going to be top four the next four or five years. You'd think.
0: Well, there's you no know. real hole in their team other than mm. just being consistent throughout their regular season. Mm. Um, like start of the year, they lost to West Coast. You know, they... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've said that a few times. are like, how did yeah. that happen? You know? Um, but I think they figured it out. I think the new coach finally started playing the plays in their best position. Like, mm. um, who was the previous guy? I've gone blank now. Um,
1: uh, Leon Cameron.
0: Leon Cameron. Like, it just got to the point where he was mucking around too much with the magnets. You know, mm. Whitfield... Half back, half forward, you know, he's got Hummelberg clearly as a great defender, put him back forward, start the year. It's like, you know, Lockie Ash and coming, not really having the right sort of balance to their half backs. Mm. It was just a bit weird for a while. It just um, took them some
2: time to I think they've they've always had a clear plan, mm. right? With the new coaching stuff. But um it just took them a while to kind of get their yeah. get the groove. That's
0: all. Well, Kingsley's just come in and said, What are you good at? That's where I'm gonna play you. Mm. So
1: Yeah, he seems like a motivational speaker. In, you know, the little you know stuff that we see, you know, from behind the scenes seems like a, he seems like a dude that you want to go to war for, and yeah, also that you'd be important. scared
0: of because of his massive biceps. So, yeah, true, true, <laughs> they um, are ridiculously big, huh? yeah. but they're not defined, they're just big. He's a monster, man. Mm. um, cool. So, okay, we've got this grand final now, boys. Collingwood, Lions, it'll be a heavily, um, Collingwood crowd as it always is at the G.
1: Mm.
0: I mentioned before, I don't think Collingwood is capable of putting the foot down and winning this game by 30-odd points or plus. But in saying that, I also can't see them getting blown. I think it'll be a really close game within two goals. Um, We'll do our tips in a moment, but what's your initial sort of feeling about how this game might go? Like, where is it going to be won, lost? What are the key sort of factors at play for you?
2: Well, I think the midfield battle is always important. Um, Two tough midfields. We kind of saw, we haven't talked about Jordan Degoe. He had like... Thirteen clearances. Like he had the game of his life. Um Dacos didn't look great because he didn't he didn't spend a lot of time on the field either. He missed that goal that normally he'd kick with his eyes closed, but he gets another run. Um and he's gonna be better for it this week. I think um I think it's a midfield battle. I think they both have good spread, the teams. They're both quick. So I think if you get the ball and you get the ball moving forward, then that's a big advantage. Hmm.
1: Fair enough. Um look McStay goes out. I think that's a big loss. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think. I don't know. It's a tough one. This game because like it's such good contested teams. Um, Collingwood are better on the run, probably you would yep. say, but I don't know. No, nah, it's going to be a close one. Well, I
0: personally uh, feel like Brisbane, if they have a start like they did against Carlton, they won't be able to work it back. That's that's
1: a fair statement. Now in saying I, I don't that, I don't think that will happen again.
0: Yeah, in saying that I'm not sure if it will happen, but it also wouldn't surprise me. It's like when you haven't seen a team achieve the highest heights yet, you sort of doubt whether they can do it. They showed a few cracks against you guys, but in the end they were too good.
2: Yeah. Um look, we played some like Carlton played some pretty crazy football that first quarter. Mm-hmm. But um they couldn't sustain it. And I think these two teams are better at kind of playing their brand for a longer period of time. Um, I think it's going to be. It has to be a close game. It has to be a close game because both teams are going to bring the pressure, and they're both highly skilled. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's high scoring. Um, but it also could be very similar to the GWS Collingwood game. That the pressure in that game was ridiculous. Mm. Like you d- didn't have a second to even think or breathe. Um, and they what was it seventy points or something like that scored each? Is it seventy three to seventy two or something like that? I've, you know, I've gone blank. Maybe some, something like that. Which is rel- It's kind of the average. Like that's 70 points is kind of where it's at. I wouldn't be surprised if it's an 80 or a 90 in this game because both teams have kind of just pretty aggressive attacks. Um,
0: it was 58 to 57. Oh, I'm yeah, wrong, yeah. completely <laughs> wrong. So then
2: maybe it's a 70 game. Where does the 70 come from?
0: Uh, your game 70-something to 60-something. There
2: you go. That was a
1: nice <laughs> little sync there. Um, Synchronized. I
2: think um, Conrad wins, man.
0: What's the margin?
1: Seven points. Okay. I think Collingwood win as well, as much as I don't want it to happen. But I'm going to go Brisbane by... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it with Georgie, what he did last week. I'm going to go Brizzy by f- five points.
0: I'll go Collingwood by three points. Can
2: you really see Collingwood lose this game?
0: That's I just can't. I can't see. I it. can't. Yeah. I
2: want to see it. Obviously, I don't want Colin to win. That's pretty clear. Um, I've, I've always liked Brisbane as a team. I'd like. I'd like them to get their their flag. They've been up for a while, but it just they just feel like an underdog, and they don't. They shouldn't feel like an underdog, really. They beat him Collingwood twice this year. I think mm-hmm. they beat him at the MCG as well. They're a really good team. They don't have any flaws, Brisbane. I just can't see. There's something about this Collingwood army. They're gonna have. Mm. So many fans there. It's going to be so outnumbered. They're so aggressive. How, yeah. how, do they po- how does Collingwood possibly lose this game? And the thing is, they lost in 2018, Collingwood. They just missed out on the, on the grand final last year. I, I, I just think it's their time, man.
0: And let's not forget, though, history is on Brisbane's side in this one. Not only with their own uh, finals that they played against each other, but Matza shared a nice little bit of history. This week with Collingwood's premierships in the last sixty years, you want to? Yeah,
1: I was wondering what you were saying. So, North Melbourne, we're going to bring this back to my team as we <laughs> always do. North Melbourne has won four premierships in the last sixty years, and I think I'm going to say, yeah, guess boys, how much Collingwood? And you right. guys,
0: yeah, I remember because you, yeah, you, you guys it. know,
1: but do you, you remember? Was right, three
2: or two. 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 two, man. Yeah. Oh, and my my question I had was how many grand finals of have collingwood been in cuz they are the collie wobbles right yeah they, they've probably been in heaps, that's the thing
0: man. that's how they lose maybe it's just cuz i think they've collingwood has been
2: in more grand like more grand finals than any other team by like a mile yeah it would have to be it mm. would have to be um, so they what is wrong with this team like they clearly i'm a, happy for it to continue like that but <laughs> 100%. 100%
1: well they are clearly a powerhouse 100%.
0: like they've been around they're always relevant yeah. but yeah that's a wild start i couldn't believe that it was 2010 that they won the flag and then 1990 before that and
2: i tell you what 20 Ten, Saints had all the momentum in that game, man.
0: If the rules were now that there was extra time... That's they lose that game. Generally, yeah. the argument has been Saints would have won. You never know. Of but course. Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. For that reason, I definitely give Brisbane hope. I mean, you can't explain that. But mm. I still think I'll go Collingwood.
2: I, I felt like this year it's, all, it's been about Collingwood and it kind of feels like a little bit of fate. Yeah. I know just that like as an organization, as a team, like Darcy, uh, what's it, the captain?
0: Darcy Moore. Dustin Moore. Moore
2: yeah. How I forgot that. Darcy Moore was <laughs> a brilliant captain. Even the speeches he was pulling out in the middle of the year, it's like he's just so on top of his game. Yeah. The media staff and the thing that they're doing outside, they just—they're just, they're just a team that it just knows what they're doing. Yeah. They're just on point. And out like if the organization is good on the outside, the team plays good. It all works together. It just makes sense that they win this year. It just does. Um, and they've been they've been number one all year. So, mm. but Brisbane's no slouch. So we'll see what happens.
0: Mm. Well. Do you want to do it, Mata, or I, the Norm Smith first goal scorer? Oh, you can do it, man. You want me to do it? Okay. Yeah. So we've done our tips: Brisbane, Collingwood, Collingwood. Let's go, Norm Smith, Matter. Who's your bet? Norm Smith.
1: All right. So if I'm going to make it consistent with that, I tipped Brisbane. I'm going to stick with Brisbane, and I'm going to give it to. I haven't prepared this at all, so this is really this is on the fly <laughs> right now. Just pick someone good. Yeah. <laughs> no. True. True. Um, I'm. I'm just going to go with knock. I was going to say Lockie Neal, but I'm not going to go with Lockie Neal. I want to make it a little bit more interesting than that. I'm going to go with Harris Andrews. Oh, wow. I think he's just going to beast it in the defense. They he's don't gonna... give it a defenders, bro. Yeah, but the thing is, I feel like he's a dude that stands out. And if he stands out enough, which he's going to need to for them to win, I he takes out the Norm Smith.
2: Why not? So he matches up against... Uh... Who's he match up against?
1: Probably
0: just the resting Rockman, or yeah,
1: it doesn't even matter who just he just around. Yeah, check it doesn't matter because he's going to be the guy who's going to be intercepting. It'll be Mason anyway. Cox. It'll be Mason beats and Winsor <laughs> Smith. That's probably that's probably wild. But look, <laughs> it's it's beyond that. It's beyond the fact that he's going to hold him. It's going to be the intercepting. It's going to be him directing traffic.
2: If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to I'm go for his direct opponent, Mason Cox. <laughs> oh, you said this <laughs> No, nah, nah, no. The only reason I bring up <laughs> Mason Cox is because I said it ages ago that Mason Cox was going to win the Norse. Bro, Spit.
0: if this actually happens, this guy said this like three months ago. <laughs> no, I said it like,
2: probably even longer. Look, I don't think Mason Cox is actually going to win it, but he's the type of guy that will have one good game and because he stands out so much, it's so <laughs> clear. If I give you the statistical like, or like the betting, it'd be like goalie or Jack Crisp. Mm. Uh, Jack Crisp is such a good player, man. Yes. so he's a finals player as well, but Mason Cox, man, that'd be that'd be hilarious. And then he makes history. Then he's an American that's won it. You know, it's a storyline. Fair <laughs>
0: enough, man. I'm going to be extremely boring and say Nick Dakos. I sure. just think, look, yeah. this kid was. I don't want Nick winning. He was games. playing with an in, like he's still not clearly right. He missed out. I think they were saying in the first between the first and second quarters, he was on the bench for Ages. a stupid amount of time, yeah. and he still had 28 touches. It's off, off months of injury. It's mental, huh? But like, there's fit. no way he doesn't come out if he's fitter and get 35. There's
2: yeah. no way. I mean, yeah. Look, they've got… they've got so, Collingwood has so many players that could win it. It's mm. mental. I mean, so does Brisbane, but I think not as many as Collingwood. Yeah. I mean, mm. like a Ta- lot of t- match Taylor Adams can come back and win the Norm Smith. Like, anyone in that team can win the Norm Smith. That's a stretch. That's a bit of a stretch. Not yeah. really. He's been pretty important. I mean, a penalty could win it. Side bottom could win it. Mm. They, Josh, both both the Dacosas yeah. can win it.
0: Mm.
2: A Bobby Hill could
0: win it. Kick four goals. Like anyone. Could, like it's just a mental team. Mm. So what about first goal scorer matter? First goal. Who's scorer. gonna Who's gonna get the first big one in the grand final? Mm.
1: So we'll we'll say it's likely going to be a key forward. Just or just the forward in general. We'll go with Jamie Elliott. Okay. I was thinking the same thing.
2: So oh. I'll I'll change it and go Hoskin Elliott. Okay. <laughs> Because they're both Elliot's.
0: I'll <laughs> go. Enough. I'll go. Bobby Hill. Bobby Hill will score the first goal. All right. Cool. There we go. All um, right. I think. Look. There you have it. No use going into it too much more than that. I think it'll be hopefully a great game. Last year was an absolute disgrace of a game. So. Shocking. Just, we want to relax. It's going to be nice weather in Melbourne. Give us a good game. We'll all enjoy ourselves. Give Saturday. us a good
2: game. Give us a Brisbane win. Mm-hmm. If Collingwood supporters win, do us all a favor and just shut up, bro, honestly. Oh, look. Like, <laughs> carry no, on look. carry on for a bit there, oh, but, but yeah. not not like, you, you're giving us the indication from Instagram that you're going to celebrate for the rest of your life. Like, enjoy it today, but like, Nah, All look, these supporters that have never, ever, like, watched a Collingwood game that are going to come out of the woodworks. Look, as someone, nah, who, right, as someone
0: who was a little game. kid that can't really remember North's 99 flag, I say, look, enjoy the week. Look, enjoy Just
2: the week, enjoy the loss, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next year. Nah, nah.
0: Honestly, mm. I'm, I'm very jealous of these teams in the finals, especially grand final. I, I can only imagine yeah. what it's like. So, yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, hopefully, um, it's a great game, like I said. So, Uh, We should touch on, look, the Brownlow's on as we speak. We'll chuck it on after we finish. But Mm. seeing as though we're going to be releasing this after it's done, there's no real point getting into it too much. But for the sake of being right, (laughs) who's your tip, And We haven't checked, by the way, to this point. For the Brownlow Brownlow medal.
1: uh, I'm going to go slightly off-centre because everyone's saying butters, but I'm going to go with Rosie instead. Look, I
2: like that. I like because I think Rosie will poll a lot of votes, and it could be like a um, Petrarca-Oliver situation where they take each other's votes. Especially because Rosie's such a damaging player, right? Um, I, I think it's hard to go against Butters because he's won the coaches' award. Dacos would be the clear one if he didn't get injured. Um, Bont has had an amazing year. Petrarca with no Oliver can do well. I don't think this guy's going to win, but I'm going to pick him just for something different. Jack Sinclair.
0: Whoa, okay.
2: I'll tell, let me tell you why. Who polls? The Saints were in the top eight and were in the top eight the whole year. Who polls in that team? This guy gets 30 possessions every week and plays in the midfield.
1: That's that's a
2: great shout. Who that's polls in that team? Not Jack Steele. Not Jack Steele. <laughs> Machito? He'll get some votes. But I'm telling you, Jack Sinclair will get <laughs> 18 votes in the Brownlow.
0: Okay, yeah. Interesting. No, I oh. like that. I like that. Mm, nice. um, great shout. Great I've been shout. saying for a while, Petrarca, oh. just because he hits the scoreboard. He did it without Oliver. Dragged him to top four. So I think he'll just... Um, get a bit of love from the umpires, but mm. I was saying earlier off yeah that I would love to see a like three or four way tie, just Butters, Petrarca, Bot, everyone. you all going. The on. acceptance <laughs> speech is like
2: six hours. Give <laughs> him the Sheezel as well, wanna? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. How many? How many votes are going to get?
0: Um, I'll give him nine. twelve. Twelve? I'll give 9 or ten? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's a fair call. I don't think maybe more. Go, maybe I don't.
1: More. I don't know if he's going to go into the fifteen territory, but he'll he'll maybe ten, maybe ten. Mm. Um, talking about North Melbourne, another thing that happened today was the assistance that was finally given to us. Only the first boys. round
0: of the draft, baby! Congratulations, boys. That's
1: it, Thanks, man. George. That's it. So we'll quickly <laughs> do Both it quickly,
2: people. and I've I've got something because I saw I actually saw it, I think before you, Dean. Because oh, I saw great. It, as the, as the story broke on Instagram, all I saw was this from Alistair Clarkson and I thought it says breaking and it has a picture of Alistair Clarkson I'm like this guy's quit or something like that <laughs> and then I saw North Melbourne has been granted an assistance package right and the first thing I went to is the comments and yeah, I screenshot some of the comments and I was pissing myself alright you might as well can right. I have
0: what? one guess move them to Tassie and then they'll deserve it Let's, is
2: this, is, this is within a couple of minutes right I don't know what they currently are but I'll just speed run them yay for rewarding ineptitude <laughs> An insult and joke to every other club, rewarded for poor performance on and off the field by tampering with the integrity of the competition. Be interesting to see if this actually works this time. I doubt it, but we'll see. Okay. How yeah. about not recruiting average players from other clubs on large contracts during the trade period? Fair. Yep. Hopeless. Just go to Tassie <laughs> and reset. Yep. There we go. Like nothing. This is. I'm not skipping these. It's these are one all, after the other. Yeah. Yeah, because more draft is exactly what they need. You shouldn't have a mismanaged club. More opportunities to mismanage things. How? No, how fine, in the world fine. is this fair to West Coast? How about move the club to Tassie and stop giving them handouts? What a joke embarrassing. Why are you awarding a club for <laughs> poor management? Flagger is 2024.
1: Um, it, ke- it keeps going. Look, all right, look, it keeps I'm, going, I'm, man. I'm, I'm sick of it already. And you know what the thing is with all of this? This has been an AFL rule for the last like, 30, 40 years. No, right? but my, re- my, my rebuttal... It's not no, like, I haven't uh, even spoken yet. You're already going to a <laughs> my rebuttal. <laughs> my up. Man's my rebutting nothing. You, you look, this has been a rule for 30, 40 years, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been around for a while. Most of these people who are making comments, their clubs have benefited more but, from this. I'm still talking, okay, man. Okay, relax. On. Man. They've I'm benefited right, more, more than this. All right, and if this is the case where it's so bad and everyone's so upset about it, end it here. This is the last priority. Make it that that's it. No more. Because you're right. Maybe it is shit. No other code does it. But the fact is as well,
0: before George rebuts, it has been around for a while. Yeah. It's not needed to happen in a while or at this extent. And we should just mention, yeah, what did we get? We got pick 19 this year and 19 and 20 next year. So it's three late first round picks. Mm. So yeah, no team has been as bad as North Melbourne has been over four years. And the people saying unfair on West Coast, it's two years for them. Next year was the third year. That was the first year we got it. They'll probably get it next year. So that's they're setting some sort of standard there. I said a few weeks ago, I actually hate all this. I would agree with Matt. i so just get rid of it. But it has existed and it does mm-hmm. exist. So if North Melbourne doesn't warrant something like this, then what's the point of even having it? Exactly.
1: 17, 18, 18, 17. That's been our position of the last four years and it's sucked. If anyone has grounds for a situation where, you know, they get assistance, it's us. If it's that bad for the public, if it's that bad for other AFL fans, get rid of the rule now.
0: Just get rid and of I it And I will now. say, just one more thing, sorry, George. No, no, fine. Yeah. And
1: it's got to be... Sorry, sorry to cut you off, Dan. But it needs to be from the start of the year. Now we can go into this off-season and review the whole assistance priority thing. If you're going to get rid of it, get rid of it now. Because yeah. at the end, we, we weren't to know that would cause that bigger problem at the start of the year while asking for assistance was still a thing.
0: Yeah. and So now if it's that big a deal, get rid of it. Yeah. Get rid of it. Just honestly, though, the whole don't reward ineptitude, they've made bad decisions, they dug their own hole. That's the premise of the draft. I know, but the thing I I don't understand in that is the current state of North Melbourne has nothing to do with people behind the scenes currently. Brady Rawlings, who's done some good draft picks, in my opinion. It doesn't have anything to do with Todd Viney, who's now... If you want to get your house in order, we do. We've got some good staff now. Mm. We've got one of the best coaches of all time. Mm -hmm. The board seems to be settled. The club is in a great state, yet the issues of the current playing list, which is all this is about, our list just is not good enough, Mm. is not anyone currently in the office's rule um, fault. It was the fault of the regimes more than four years ago, when Brad Scott was still around, and I'm not going to blame him, I'm just saying under his coaching and the team that was currently at the club at that point, got rid of over a thousand games of experience in one offseason. Petrie, Del Santo, Farido, Brent Harvey, one of our best players of all time. And the impression was we would free up salary and restore it with some quality plays. And we famously, and I'll laugh about it too, struck out. No Dusty, no Kelly, no Prime Gaff. The Goey. Degowie, all these guys we went for, which was false hope, and they all failed, and they didn't draft well enough to even prepare for the worst-case scenario, which is this mm. – and there was no talent coming through. Like for a while, our best draftees were Ed Vickers-Willis, Sam Durden. I was
1: going to say, that draft on its own. Right, like now, right now where we need key defenders, so, we had three key defenders picked in one draft and they all failed. And the
0: point being, <laughs> crazy. we only started making better decisions as a club when we drafted LDU and Taron Thomas and that era of draftees, mm. which is still only yeah, about that four or five year mark, which is why we've been bad. We just hasn't, haven't had good veterans, any good senior players, and no one's wanted to come to us. So, yeah, we can talk as much as we want about North not deserving it. But the fact of the matter is the club is stuck because of poor decisions in the past, but not the fault of the current people trying to restore it. And whether the priority picks is the answer or not, time will tell. Because they could strike out on all these picks and it's just a disaster. But it's true. we're heading in the right direction. I think this is the last little nudge. It's not possible to get worse than this because we've been just abysmal for a while. Um, so anyone that says it look clearly your team's probably never been this bad and you don't know what it feels like so you can get stuffed Um, and I hope your team's not this bad I I don't want to see a competition where one team's in the bottom four or bottom two for like four years it's ridiculous man Um, so look it is what it is man I'm, I'm not sure how you feel about it genuinely after hearing all of that but like it's just a couple of late first round picks it's not like the world's melting and like the draft is compromised the draft is already compromised with Gold Coast bidding on three top 15 picks so, and father-sons and this and that. So, it is what it is, man. The, the AFL draft is compromised. But I think if it's in good nature and, like, trying to do a good thing, then it is what it is.
2: Yeah. All right. So, the thing I'll say, cause, because I kind of knew what Matt was going to say, that's why I had the, the thing come in my head to rebut straight away. But what this is what it is. I have, I'm happy that you guys got the pick, right? And if you're North Melbourne supporters, you go for the pick. Carlton applied for priority pick. They just didn't get it. So, what I would say is, I don't know why you guys would even remotely get angry at those comments. Like the amount of shit that Carlton gets, I just rubbed my eyes now. Yeah, it's ridiculous to yeah. even even remotely get affected by that.
1: Look, it's not a thing. I oh, you know, it. What angers me is how dumb people are. Yeah, I know, but they're just, don't get angry. Dumb. It's, they're just so. They're not dumb. dumb. They're it's
2: deluded. They're not dumb. It's deluded. Matter. Bro. They're not dumb. They have their own perspective, and they're not interested in helping out other clubs. Why would they? Is North Melbourne interested in helping out other clubs? No. So they have, they're they from other clubs and they don't want uh, some other team to get an advantage and you guys are angry about that, which I f- think is weird. right? So that's the first thing. Second thing, yes, North Melbourne have been shit, but you're talking to a Carlton supporter who for the first time in his life has seen them good. You can't tell me, I don't know what it's like to have a shit team. My team has been bad my whole life. And in 2018, we applied for a priority pick and we didn't get it. So you guys have got a priority pick. We've got some... We got some like access to like um, mature talent or some bullshit, right? So you guys got a priority pick and we didn't, and we've been shit. And, and is, you're getting angry at me. And you guys not understand. You guys,
1: you guys weren't as bad as what we've been right Get, now, mate, We've been bad our whole life. Weering no, it hasn't we, been that bad. Yes, it has been that bad. No, it, it wasn't. Seventeenth, eighteenth, eighteenth, seventeenth. It wasn't that bad. Uh, um, it, well, first shut up. Weering well, was bad. the first round pick, number one pick, and mm-hmm. Sam was the number number one pick.
2: So if you're fourteenth or sixteenth, there's no difference. We've been used. Can we
0: agree that that's the problem? There's no. It's just stupid how there's no like. This is the line. No. This is above it. This is below it. So that's where I can understand why you're upset
2: as well. That's Thank you for bringing back to my point. Yes, Carlton had a priority pick in the two thousands, which I didn't know about. Two of them. Two of them, by the way. Two, but and all and a lot of other teams did. But that's when the rules were different, and priority picks have not been handed out freely since 2012 when they changed the rules. So if you're saying, oh, all other teams got it, it's a different era. Mm. It's not comparable. The only team that's got picks from priority since they changed the rules, I'm pretty sure a first-round pick, like a, a prominent pick, is Gold Coast. So you guys now are actually... If, if you're claiming that North is oh AFL hates North, well, you've actually got the No, pick. no I'm actually very happy with this this assistance package. No, no. but you can't no, I think be, it's you, excellent. You can't to this, be honest with you. You guys have been saying like, oh, now North wants it, and you're all, everyone's giving them shit.
0: No, no, that's no. because comments that's like you're important. saying to not get upset at those comments. But how, how can you not? The reality not is, is we went through this last year because we did get some. You guys aren't on
2: a big enough club. but Carlton gets so much crap, man. No, nah, look, i used to it.
0: It's more just the whole. Uh, like I said, the main basis of my point was people blaming the current people working at the club or acting like it's just been a few years of bad mistakes. This all stemmed like years ago. As you know, it's so hard to dig out of a hole. Um, I know. Yeah. So you, like you said, your whole life, Carlton hasn't been doing you know, what you would like them to do, playing finals. So look, it, I've said it or I said it weeks ago. I hate this thing. But like Martha said, just end it now. Like mm. you've set the precedent, yeah. you've given it to us, but everyone's kicking up a storm. Just say, okay, that's it.
1: Mm. And still from the air, from next season onwards. Or maybe, you know, if you want to be fair to West Coast, because all of a sudden West Coast in four years ago they were fifth. So I think people got to settle down with oh we need to give it to West Coast because they're But bad you can right kind
2: now. of understand why West Coast has turned to shit though. They had two COVID years, mm-hmm. they had like injuries like crazy.
1: And now their list has progressed a couple of years and they're all old farts. But but the thing is you could say all these these comments like our oh, ineptitude, ineptitude, paying all that they did for Tim Kelly. Right now is ineptitude because they invested into a list that was already aging. In my eyes, you could say ineptitude. But hey, mm. is, is, is
2: one is, mistake not
1: ineptitude. Yeah, but also all the Multiple drafting mistakes. mistakes. Yeah. The only look, good draft pick they've we had should, is yeah. Liam Ryan and, and, and Oscar Allen. Look, we should notice... Carlton, they didn't,
2: AFL didn't reward Carlton for their mistakes, right? They picked up Paddy Dale. They picked up O'Brien. They picked up Piotrowski Seen None of those, those picks um, were successful. Weedering draft... Weedering, Charlie Kerner, Harry Mackay, David Cunningham, Silvani Mm. is the backbone of this list. That draft was 2015. We're in 2023 and Carlton's had their first rise. That's how long it's taken, Carlton, with no assistance from the AFL. So I know what it's like and we've had to do the hard yards. So I understand how you guys feel and I would have preferred a priority pick at the time. Didn't get it. Mm. So you guys got it? Good on you?
0: It should be noted as well. Hope you guys are, recover quickly, but yeah, and some the, teams
2: don't get that support. So let's not make it out like it's... Correct. No,
0: yours. no, I'm happy with the support. I'm just saying, let's not forget though, these are 18, 17, 18-year-olds 18 that are getting picked in the late first round. There's absolutely zero guarantee that they make it or not because the draft is very random. So, you know, it's it's all relative really. I don't see why other fans would be too upset. Like, I can understand if your team's pushed back a, a spot on the draft, but ultimately... Good picks come from anywhere. Like Nikolaki was pick seventy something. Um the you know, top thing, picks flop. It it can go either way.
1: Yeah, true. And essentially, these are second round picks. <laughs> like it's not like we're getting pick. It's not like we're getting pick one. Like so, I think it, this this assistance. I love it personally. Like just
0: of course based on yeah.
1: what we're getting right now, I love it. Right. All the complaints right now, like it annoys me because you know they're just basically bagging at our club. I don't like it. That's why I'm getting pissed off. But if it's that big an issue. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, if it's that big an issue, it just should go, you know, because there's, there's no need, there's no need for this discussion. Like, oh, it's a disgrace! It's a disgrace! If, right, like everyone's well, look, benefited from. And the thing is, yeah, no other in draft past.
0: in the in the world, like NBA draft, NFL, all these drafts have rules to do with father son academies, priority picks, compensate. Like free agency in the NBA is ruthless. If your guy is out of contract and he wants to leave, you get nothing. Mm. Unless so it's
1: restricted and then you can... You can match it. But I'm match, saying if, is, if yeah. he wants
0: to leave and you know he's going to leave, you match it, you trade him, whatever it is, you try to mm. get some compensation through the system. Mm. So I agree with you. Like, it should all be gone. Father, son, wild, nice. And I don't want
2: father, son gone. Getting Camparelli next next year. <laughs> After next year. <laughs> After next year. <laughs>
0: um, so anyway, it is a heavily compromised system, the AFL, in general. So I think it's probably here to stay and let's just hope no team needs it alright like that's the main thing here is like we shouldn't have this conversation look year.
2: the good thing is well the good good thing is apart from north and west coast every other team this year has been really yeah. competitive and even mm. all the way down uh, the finals race was open till yeah. a very long time mm. so look I, I would like to see an even more even competition so there's two teams that are missing out at the moment so Correct. see what happens and um, I think that's enough talk about it
1: yeah fair enough yeah fair enough fair, fair enough um, um apologies for yelling a bit that's, um, <laughs> i enjoyed it a little bit matches just gonna been lie. swinging all week sometimes yeah, matches nah. sometimes goes into red zone though. yeah <laughs> no <nah>. and speaking <laughs> speaking of red zone i'm also an arsenal hater now so you know i'm just yeah i'm on i'm 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 enjoying hating a little bit you know what i mean because i think i've been a very positive you know member of the podcast talking good things about generally about teams but i'm i'm start the hater heal matter is is
2: is what's, here. bro you got to choose love over hate bro what's yeah. this bullshit
0: we're going to make shit interesting. No, who hurt mean, Matt, like, We, we want to make know. it interesting without. In the comment section, who hurt Matter? We want to know. Yeah. <laughs> who hurt Matter? What,
2: what's, the, what's the villain thing? You see yourself long enough to become the villain or
1: some shit? Yeah, you Mata's, Mata's live long enough <laughs> to become the villain. Yeah, no, that's him, man. I'm, I'm like Batman now. You know what Fair I mean? Enough. I'm just like, you know, I'm just, a man's done. You know? Good <laughs> to be like Batman
0: heel arc. Not you, not know? Just, you know what? I'm all here for it. Why not? We need a different Look, personality just, on the couch.
1: North, North, <laughs> North Melbourne, they they make
2: finals next year. Everything's good in the world.
0: There's no way or, we they make win, finals or wooden
2: spoon and here we go again. Oh, you guys have to watch me talk talk shit about you guys all week while Carlton's at the top of the ladder winning. I mean I'm about to go into my hot guy summer phase for the next couple of years with blues. <laughs> so you guys better catch up quick, mate.
0: I hope so, man. Could you imagine a Carlton North grand final?
1: No, with us doing this podcast, I can't imagine
2: it. <laughs> uh,
0: not
1: not necessarily next year,
0: but you know. not next year. I'm saying, no, I don't think I don't
2: think this podcast would would survive if it's Carlton. We we, I'd be because this is a grand final. Like I talk, I said like Collingwood fans, like I don't want you to win more, blah, blah, blah. like I actually are feeling the preliminary final. Like these Collingwood fans that are this week, the nerves they'd be feeling and the pain they'd feel if they lost. That's terrible, man. Mm. Like I know it's Collingwood and the rivals, but th- these are people, man. They're like, <laughs> and it's just a team. Like, these are people, are
0: they? Are they? I don't know. Well, man.
2: Collingwood fans might not be though. They're a bit. They're a bit. Anyway, but <laughs> um, I mean, the this is like a massive moment in all Collingwood and Brisbane people's lives. So if it's Carlton North, given how passionate we are, we might have to just like not talk to each other until it's over, and then and then no, a week you're right. pass.
1: You're right. Like, because. Man, I, I was almost about to punch you then, bro. But can you imagine... This guy's punching on over you priority you picks. You couldn't punch me,
2: bro. You couldn't punch me, bro. You're, done, you're
1: pretty evasive. I've done a three lessons of boxing. you got no
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. Matt's just seeing <laughs> red over three priority picks. Wait, no, he's
2: seeing red over people saying
1: that North Melbourne sucks. That's crazy. <laughs> <bro>. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> Your team sucks. What do you mean? Oh, they, they do suck. Oh, um, but anyway, anyway. Uh, it's Again, as I said, it's just people just making dumb comments, bro. Like if if it's out of if it's out of um maybe it's just out of humour And I just have to take it that way, maybe I don't know maybe gotta reframe I gotta reframe get worked up
2: about your own team like that like the amount of, the amount of shit people give Carlton even the, prelim- the preliminary loss all the comments that were neutral supporters bagging the blues but
1: I love that shit man <laughs> I f- I love it it's you know it's easy to love when your team's good no, my team's been good once But the first time no no but <laughs> I'm, no, no. That up. I'm saying now I'm saying right now. If someone, like, look, 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 if I, like, let's say, for example, I was a Collingwood fan right now and people are bagging my team. It's just like, haha, I'm first, dickhead. Like, you know what I mean? Look, I must admit,
2: this year, I've kind of, in the last 10 rounds or so that Carlton's been good, there's a, a, the pride that is started running up into me, I start looking at other things and I just, I just think like, I just want to spit on them, you know, they're just usually, like... Even you guys as North fans, like North is a nice, cute club. How many members you she guys got? Club? How many members? No, like, mid-50s? Mid-50s, yeah. yeah. These are actually mid-50s. Yeah, yeah, bro. That's not bro. as bad as I
1: thought. Can I, just, we've I thought broken, it was like 20.
0: We've broken our membership record each year in the past few years. Respect to the North Melbourne members like yeah. me and Matzah.
1: In that case, we deserve that assistance. You know what I mean? That's it's it, man. Uh,
0: That's it, man. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. <laughs> I've never
1: heard a North Melbourne rule. That's all I was saying. You
0: guys couldn't I'm produce. I'm sorry. Did you see the film? You guys f- could
1: not produce Hang what on. We in these, in we we're producing these. We were at the
0: game together. Were the North fans not going mental when those bullshit very Just were being you called? two. Just you two. Were the North Melbourne fans not <laughs> going mental? <laughs> all two of them were going
2: crazy, all right? Oh, uh, that's <laughs> another thing I can't wait till next year is going to North go- game with you guys. Yes. Uh, man.
0: Mm. You get to see Harry Shields win the flesh again. Yeah, I know lucky you, you.
2: You get to see Larky dominate Weedering again. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen because Weedering's getting his first All Australian jumper next year. And Walsh is winning the Brownlow. Mm. <laughs> Way too early <laughs> predictions for next year.
1: Yeah. Right. So I guess he'll, uh, he'll get his All-Australian jacket after Larky did. So that's interesting. Ooh. I think... Uh, oh, that is, that's mental, man. That is actually mental. It just yeah. shows how good Larky is, man. Look, he had a good season. Yeah. Mm.
2: A brilliant season. Mm. At least one North player had one.
1: Yeah. And and what Shazel wasn't. Sheazal had a historic season. <laughs> <laughs> At least two North Melbourne players had it. I'll take. Yeah. I'll take. No I'll take, <laughs> no, I'll take two, mate. I'll take two. <laughs> you're not <like> getting three. <laughs> I don't know why you're getting three. Yeah, no, nah, I, I can't. I can't like convince who would be myself the, who, that there who, was a third. Who player. would be the third? Oh, you know what? LDU, but he was injured No, nah, it's injured. Taran, 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 Taran. Taran. Taran injured as well. He didn't play. He no, he was he was, was he injured or was he suspended? Bashing people. He's
0: doing something. Um, All right. well, yeah. Get me out of this Can we? Oh, no, 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 it's getting wild Let's watch the brown low Let's watch the brown line, let's watch the brown let's, yeah. And um, let's watch a four-way tie Yeah, true, let's go <laughs> All right, Thanks
1: everyone let's for watching Let's go Brisbane As always, Calm go Brisbane, Brisbane. No. <laughs> Go Brisbane Come on
0: Lions Calm the
2: pies. If right. Lions lose I'm going to kick you back Into the jungle, you bastards <laughs>
0: oh, That's the end of the pod right there Alright, see you guys <laughs>